We sat down with Lauren Livesay and Colin Cappy, second-generation employees at Mall of Georgia Chrysler Dodge Jeep, to talk about their customers both here in Gwinnett and across the country. Well, one of my neighbors bought all his cars from us, and when I see him in the morning, I give him a good wave, and I'm very thankful for that. And he continues to want to purchase vehicles from us because of the good experiences he's had. We have people from out of state that will come back that have been buying cars from us for years that'll drive on in or fly on in, trade in their car, get a new one, and leave. And we have some that are just loyal customers that have been with us for 28, 29 years. But then we have very big online presence. We've been getting a lot of product, and we've been shipping them out all over the United States. Mall of Georgia, Chrysler Dodge Jeep. Go see them on the lot at 4345 Buford Drive in Buford, or check them out online at mallofgeorgiachryslerdodgejeep.com. And welcome to another edition of Gwinnett Football Friday, proudly brought to you by the Gwinnett Daily Post. You go to source for everything Gwinnett football. I'm your host, Keith Ippolito, representing the BG Ad Group, and joining me is the sports writer from the Gwinnett Daily Post, Will Hammock. Will, how are you, man? I'm doing great. How are you? Doing good, man. Looks like uh, we only had one winner in the county last week, so I'll start off with Buford versus Grayson. They won 19-14. to Looks like Grayson's defense was able to contain that five-star quarterback they got out there. Tell me about that one. Yeah, that was a, it was a great football game. It was the one everybody in Gwinnett was looking forward to. Obviously, these are two of the powerhouse teams in the state of Georgia for quite some time. Uh, they were playing each other for the first time, and it came down to defense on both sides of the ball, really, I think. Both defenses played really well on this one. Grayson delivered a clutch TD late to, to get it done. But I think the story was, like you said, what, what Grayson's defense was able to do to that Buford offense. Dylan Riola, the quarterback uh, headed to Georgia, was under constant pressure. Hit all night by that Grayson defense. Uh, I think one of the top young defensive players in the country, Tyler Atkinson, uh, one of my favorite players in Gwinnett. He, he's really had a big game along with a lot of his teammates over there on the Grayson defensive side of things. So I think that was a big part big part of it. And I think uh, Grayson is a team that's playing uh, its best football here late in the season. And it's it's showing as a, uh, the last Gwinnett team standing. And uh, uh, for Buford, another disappointing finish in there and moving up to 7A. They lost in the second round uh, last year and lost in the quarterfinals uh, this year. So a disappointing finish for the Wolves. Obviously, they were nationally ranked and had, a, had an eye on a state championship. So uh, disappointing there, but a lot to a lot to like about Grace. And there's a lot of young talent over there. So I see this run continuing in the next few years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like you said, it's two Gwinnett powerhouses. So, I mean, 1914, I mean, that's, you know, obviously it's not like it was a blowout or anything. So Mill Creek, their title reign ends with a 39-20 to loss to Camden County. It looks like it ended a 20-game winning streak. From what I read in the game notes, featured a little bit everything. Block field goals, penalties, interceptions, controversial calls. Tell me about this one, man. Yeah, it was kind of the upset of the week in, in the state. It was certainly disappointing on Mill Creek's end. They, they didn't feel like they played their best, had a, had a lot of issues. Biggest issue was they, they struggled to stop the wing tee from Camden County. Coach Heron and his guys always do a good job with that. Just really, particularly in the first half, I had, had trouble getting guys in the right place and uh, and got kind of overmatched on the outside a couple times. Gave up a lot of big plays in the run game. Obviously, like Camden does, they didn't even attempt to, to pass the ball much of the night through two passes and completed one. But that wing T offense really just caused major problems. And then on top of that, Mill Creek didn't get a lot of breaks and didn't create a lot of breaks themselves. They had a, a couple of touchdowns called back. Just a lot of penalties, a lot of mistakes, One, a uh, couple of costly interceptions. One was more costly than the other that kind of put Camden ahead uh, for good there in the uh, late stages of the game. So just a tough way to finish that, but a great two-year run by the Hawks, uh, the best two-year run in school history. 20 wins in a row is a school record and, of course, uh, won the state championship last season. But definitely a surprising result. Uh, the number one team in the state loses like that to an unranked team in Camden. So just a shocking upset, but uh, kudos to the Hawks for what they were able to do the last couple of years. Yeah, absolutely. 
nothing to take lightly, you know, even though the, the streak and 20 game winning streak, it's definitely impressive. Um, and it looks like Wesleyan fought valiantly to uh, Calvary Day, but they lost 42-21. Tell me about this one. Yeah, this is a really dominant Calvary Day team that's un- unbeaten, really been dominating everybody on their schedule. So a great fight put up in Wesleyan uh, in this game. I think a really talented Calvary Day team. Most people expected was just going to run through Wesleyan as they've run through most of their schedule. But Wesleyan uh, played gutsy, put a fight up. Wesleyan was actually up 21-14 at halftime. Really slipped away from them there in the second half. But just, just a heck of an effort down there by Wesleyan. They are playing at Calvary Day. So tough spot down there to play. But uh, a great effort. Like I said, a great season from the Wolves. Their region honors were recently released as well. They had the Athlete of the Year in the region, uh, Jamie Trimble, Lyman of the Year, and Bo Britt. And, uh, they have one of the best quarterbacks around, and Ben Brown. Uh, he's still only a junior. So a bright future as always at Wesleyan. They, they do a really nice job over there, Coach Pridgen and his staff. So look forward to see what they can do uh, down the road as well. Yeah, absolutely. It looks like they got a lot of players coming back, and they're going to be good for a, good for a while. So, all right. Well, that's going to wrap up the first segment of Gwinnett Football Friday. It's brought to you by the Gwinnett Daily Post. Will and I will be back on the other side of this break to talk about the lone game in the county, Grayson versus Milton. Stay tuned for Will's expert analysis of this exciting matchup. Don't go anywhere. More we'll football talk on the other side of this break. I'm Peggy Slappy. I'm the owner of Peggy Slappy Properties. We're a full-service real estate company serving the greater Atlanta area and beyond. At Peggy Slappy Properties, we're committed to enriching the lives of those we serve with the best real estate expertise in the area. Our agents are dedicated to helping you find the perfect home, from new construction to resales, condos, luxury homes, custom homes. We also offer a host of services to make your home buying experience easier, like our home search tool, mortgage calculator, and home value estimator. Your home is a very important part of your story, and our team will provide you with the best advice and expertise throughout the process. If you're looking to buy or sell a home in the Atlanta area, look no further than Peggy Slappy Properties. Visit our website at psponline.com to learn more and start your search today. Are you ready to make a difference? To be part of a winning team? Your opportunity is here, and we want you to say yes to GCPS. Gwinnett County Public Schools is looking for dedicated individuals to join our transportation team of bus drivers. We transport over 128,000 students daily, and we need passionate people like you to make it happen. We're not just offering you a job. We're offering you up to $28 per hour in an incredible benefits package. Enjoy health benefits, including medical, vision, dental, short-term disability, and more. And here's the best part? You'll receive 100% fully paid commercial driver's license training value at over $2,100. But we're not done yet. If you want to be a part of the team as a school bus monitor, we're hiring for that role too. Bus monitors enjoy many of the same benefits as drivers, and no commercial driver's license is required. For additional information, call 678-225-7670. Say yes to GCPS and become part of our incredible transportation team. Apply today and start your journey towards a rewarding career. And welcome back to Gwinnett Football Friday, proudly brought to you by the Gwinnett Daily Post, your go-to source for everything Gwinnett football. Well, so one game left in the county. Grayson's at home to Milton this week. Who's your favorite to win this week? What are you thinking? I think it's going to be a really good matchup, and I think uh, both these teams have a lot of young talent, too. So I think uh, we're going to see these teams play possibly a few times over the next couple of years. They're, they're a lot of talent. I think a lot of Milton's. Talent lies in its junior class. They have a 
LeBron Gatling, a wide receiver committed to Texas A&M. Quarterback uh, Luke Nichols committed to Miami. Just a, a lot of talent over there on that team. Uh, C.J. Wiley is a very highly recruited guy, receiver as well. So look forward to seeing what those guys play in person. But Grayson's equally talented. I think a lot of Grayson's talent is young as well. A lot of it on the defensive side of the ball over there that can really get it done. So it'll be interesting to see how these teams face off. Both very, very talented on both sides of the ball. I think what stands out to me is maybe that Grayson running game is going to get it done. I know J.D. Davis is a heck of a quarterback. If Grayson can run the ball effectively against Milton, I really like the Rams' chances. Their defense is playing at a really high level right now, and I think both these teams are playing their best football late in the season. Uh, both kind of pulled some upsets last week. I think one of the shocking results of the week was Milton upset in Colquitt County, 39-37 in the quarterfinal. So that was kind of a, a shocker to a lot of people. I think a lot of people thought Colquitt might make a run at a state title this year, and uh, probably the same can be said for Grayson. They knocked off a Buford team that a lot of people had penciled in for a, a state championship this year so both coming off coming off upsets one of them's going to need to come down to earth come back and win this game this week that'll give him a chance to play for the state title next week i think probably against walton i really like walton to beat beat camden county in the other semifinal i mean i like what you said too i mean if you can run the ball keep the clock going and you got a strong defense most of the time that is a winning formula so i i think you might be on to something there yeah, I think I think Grayson plays some physical football, and I think that's going to be the key to beating a team like Milton. You talk what really threw the ball all over the yard, but I think uh, Grayson's going to be really physical, and I think that could be the difference in the game. All right, well, that's going to conclude another edition of Gwinnett Football Friday. I'm Keith Ippolito with the BG Ad Group. Alongside me is Will Hammock, sports writer from the Gwinnett Daily Post. Hopefully next week we're talking about a victory for Grayson next week, and we will catch up with you again next week. Until then, enjoy the games and stay tuned for more content.